Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. All right, America, this is Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, and we are here 17 floors above Madison Square Garden in New York City. Now, check it out. Yamish Alcindor claims that Surgeon General Jerome Adams is a racist. The funny thing about it is he's black. The brother's from New Jersey because he said... Well, listen to this. You you said that African-Americans and Latinos should avoid alcohol, drugs, and tobacco. You also said do it for your umbrella, do it for Big Mama and Pop Pop. There are some people already on, and there are some people online that are already offended by that language and the idea that you're saying behaviors might um, be leading to these high death rates. Could you talk about whether or not people, could you, I guess, have a response for people who might be offended by the language that you used? Well, I, I use that language because that's the language. I had been meeting with the NAACP. Uh, with the National Medical Association, with others. Uh, I actually talked with uh, with Derek Johnson multiple times this week, the head of the NAACP, and we need targeted outreach to the African-American community, and I use the language that is used in my family. I have a Puerto Rican brother-in-law. I call my granddaddy, granddaddy. I have relatives who call their, their, uh, their grandparents big mama. So that was not meant to be offensive. That's the language that we use and that I use, and we need to continue to target our outreach to those communities. It is critically important that they understand it's not just about them. And I was very clear about that. It's not just about what you do, but you also are not helpless. We need to do our part at the federal level. We need people to do their parts at the state level. And we need everyone, black, brown, white, whatever color you are, to follow the president's guidelines, the coronavirus guidelines. So because the Surgeon General of the United States decides to say that African-American, black, Hispanic, Latino, whatever, that you, if you're one of these groups, may be more susceptible to various health issues, this is automatically racist. Come on, por favor, this is not real. This can't be real. We can't live in a world where a black guy says that do it for your pop pop, do it for your grandma, do it for your abuela. And that's considered wrong. I got news for you. Anybody with access to this miraculous thing called Google knows that people from these groups African-American, Hispanic, have higher rates of heart disease and other illnesses. And for years, we've known why. Some of it is genetic, but principally, it's diet. Diet and education rate, or level of education, I should say. Pure and simple. If you're like me and you like to eat a lot of penil and chicharrón, that's not good for your heart. Now, my white friends, they like pulled pork. That's not the same as chicharrón. It just isn't. Pork rinds are less healthy. 
Cholesterol is not good for you. Smoking Newport cigarettes is bad for you. Smoking all cigarettes is bad for you. Drinking alcohol is bad for you. So at some point, we really have to wake up and be like, you know what? He's not telling a lie. He's telling the truth. And because we don't like the truth, we can't sit here and say that the Surgeon General is a racist. That's just out of control. And this is the problem we have when we look through life through the lens, when we put on these racist glasses and see everything as black and brown. There are certain realities in life. Now, I know there's people listening to me right now. They're going to say, you know what? This guy's a real Tio Tomas, a real sellout, vendido. Why? Because I choose to not buy into the hype? Because I'm not going to say that this is systemic racism? Nobody's systemically racist against me. If I choose to eat poorly and develop health issues because of that, whose fault is that? The white guy oppressing me? Forcing me to eat like a fat slob? Come on. Of course not. That's what individual responsibility is all about. We have to take control of ourselves. We have to take control of our lives. We have to behave and act like individuals. This is America where we get to do what we want to do because we have control over our own lives. We can't sit here and put the blame on other people and say that the coronavirus is racist or, or that these comments are racist just because Yamish Alcindor says that it is. Wake up and smell the coffee. And when I'm talking about coffee, you know I'm talking about Bustelo or sometimes Goya. It depends on what I'm in the mood for. That's some good coffee. And I'm sure somewhere down the road, somebody's going to say, a little bit of café is good for you, café con leche. But too much of it is going to cause this, that, and the other health issue. That's what they say about everything. I don't know too many white people that have a saying like the saying I grew up with, which is, lo que no mata engorda. What doesn't kill you makes you fatter. <laughs> and, and it's funny, but it's a perfect example of what's going on right here. These are the facts. Facts do matter. And that's why I always get my facts from JustFacts.com. JustFacts, F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com brings you primary source data on a myriad of issues. Their most recent publication is on the coronavirus, COVID-19, and you should check it out. You can sign up for free updates whenever they have new material published at JustFacts.com slash rich. That's my name, justfacts.com slash rich. I'm Rich Valdez, and you're listening to This Is America. Keep it locked right there. This is America. He's making podcasting great again. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. This is Rich Valdez. We are still here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden in New York City. Now, one of the headlines that I looked at today on the way here was that the mayor, Bolshevik Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York City, said, we're not going to have school for the rest of the year. And er, skirt, 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 not so fast. The king has spoken and he said, not so fast. And that's I'm talking about Governor Andrew Cuomo. And trust me, he's the last person I want to talk about. But he's the governor and he put the kibosh on Bolshevik Bill. Telling him, no, 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 you're not going to be able to open up schools. Listen to this. I understand the mayor's position, which is he thinks schools should be canceled for the rest of the year. Uh, when we made the decision to close the schools, 
We made it for the entire metropolitan region. Uh, Suffolk, Nassau, New York City, Westchester, Rockland. Uh, you can't make a decision just within New York City without coordinating that decision with the whole metropolitan region because it all works together. So when we decided to close the schools, I spoke to Nassau, I spoke to Suffolk, spoke to New York City, spoke to Westchester, and we closed all the schools at once. Any decision to reopen them will also be a coordinated decision. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's Governor Andrew Cuomo, or as I like to say, the host of the Andy Cuomo podcast. That was something that I teased him about on my podcast. And by the way, I am Rich Valdez with an S at Rich Valdez on Twitter. And I want to hear from you guys about this stuff because on my recent podcast, I said that these briefings, and I'm just going to go off that for a minute. These briefings sound like a podcast. He sits down and he starts to talk. He's like, you know, my brother, uh, uh. We have to wear masks, cover your face with like a cloth, like a covering. It sounds like some sort of story time with Andy Cuomo. Anyway, what I want to talk about here is how he checked Bolshevik Bill de Blasio. De Blasio finally comes out of his, you know, frantic, frazzled schoolgirl mentality and says, we're going to close schools. And Cuomo says, nah, bro, not happening. Not even legal. And he checked them again. Listen to this. No sense for one locality to take an action that's not coordinated with the others. Is that action invalid? Well, that's his opinion. But he didn't close them and he can't open them. Legally, I want the metropolitan area coordinated. I don't want Suffolk doing something that Nassau doesn't do, that New York City doesn't do, that Westchester doesn't do. But just to clarify for parents in the New York City metropolitan region who have kids in public schools, should they anticipate them going back to school or is school off? There has been no decision. That's the mayor's opinion. I value it. I value Laura Kern's opinion, Steve Ballone's opinion, George Latimer's opinion, but the decision will be coordinated among all of them. Oh, snap. So not only did he check him, but he was like, yeah, now he didn't close him and he can't open him. He basically just, you know, lo dejó sin bola. I don't know how other way to say it. Uh, emasculation, if you will. This was, I think. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com symbolic of everything that's wrong with the response here in New York. There's no question that the reason things are going crazy in New York is because you have these two clowns that can't put their pants on, get together and say, hey, let's work together here for the people of New York. Instead, they want to have a, a peeing match between one and the other. It's really not a good look. It's really not a good look, especially when he says, well, that's his opinion. And like a good collectivist, Cuomo always wants to talk about, well, I value this one's opinion. It's an opinion and it's the other one's opinion. People voted for these people. They have authority and they have to take action. And it, it would be a really good idea if they got on the same page. 
much like Pataki and Giuliani had to during the 9-11 crisis. Now, I'm not saying that they have to do what they did. They don't have to become best friends. They don't have to become anything. They just have to work together and actually show that they're doing something for the constituents, for the people in New York. Because today what they showed wasn't very encouraging. At least it wasn't to me. Let me know what your thoughts are. Our telephone number is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Now, speaking of big government nonsense, I can't help but think of something I heard from Dr. Anthony Fauci talking about potentially considering the idea of having a certificate of immunity. And I think that's a little bit out of hand. He says coronavirus immunity cards for Americans are being discussed. The proposals already being implemented by German researchers, and this is under consideration in the UK and in Italy. So now check this out. I think it's interesting. Uh, I'm going to do two things. One thing is that I put it on Twitter a little while ago, and I got some responses. And I want you to hear those responses at Rich Valdez on Twitter. You can check them out if you want, but I'm going to just read a couple to you in a minute. But before I do that, I want you to hear what he actually said on CNN, because I think it's really, really really pushing the limits of big government takeover. But check this out, Dr. Anthony Fauci on CNN. Can you imagine a time where Americans carry certificates of immunity? You know, um, that's possible. I mean, it's one of those things that we talk about uh, when we want to make sure that we know who the vulnerable people are and not. Uh, This is something that's being discussed. I think it might actually be have some merit under certain circumstances. He literally said, well, in certain circumstances, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, what's the benefit of the doubt here? So that some person, who is this person going to be? Who are we going to choose? Are we going to say, well, Trump can only go back to the Oval Office if he has a certificate of immunity? Or is it going to be uh, our stellar team right here? Madame Call Screener, Jenny from the Block, or Get Loose Bruce on the board. Is it going to be them? Are they going to have to prove their immunity to get back into the city? Where do we draw the line? That's the real question. And I was reading a a short piece uh, at American Thinker by Carol Brown, and it's really quick, so check this out. As the doors to becoming a totalitarian state open wider and wider by the day, Dr. Fauci entertains the idea that Americans have a certificate of immunity to prove their health status with respect to the coronavirus. (laughs) It goes on. Is the hair on the back of your neck standing yet? How, pray tell, would this certificate come to pass? Would Americans be forced to take a diagnostic or antibody test? What would the penalty be if you refuse? What kind of health information would the government then be collecting on all of us? And how would this information be used? Another question is, would Americans be herded into various groups? Those who can work and those who can't. Those who can do certain jobs but not others. Those who must stay home and those who can go out. Those whose children may or may not attend school. I mean, the list goes on and on. The possibilities are endless. Obviously, an author writes, the left must be salivating at this idea. And what other certificates does this open the door to in the future? Might we be required to have in the future ID for voting? That may not be so bad, (laughs) she muses. Bottom line here is the coronavirus pandemic has set us on a very dangerous path. And equally concerning is not hearing anything from our elected officials shining a light on this saying, hey, we have to protect our liberty. This type of government control is unacceptable. Is it okay for the government to start sticking a needle in your arm, 
and saying, hey, forget your liberty, forget your rights. I want to know if you have antibodies. I want to know if you're immune to this. And I want to have an ID card or a certificate or a letter that goes along with it. What I find interesting here is that we really, really, really have to watch this because this is the beginning of a very, very bad path. This coronavirus, and the author here was right, Carol Brown, 100%. You have to check out some of the things that are happening around us. One of the things that I saw in uh, today's Daily News, it says, see it, there's a headline. Philadelphia police officers drag man off a bus for not wearing a face mask. If you do not have a mask, you cannot ride public transportation, sir. Sir, you have to get off the bus, you have to get off the bus. You gotta get off the bus, man. I'm gonna have the cops take you off, one or the other. You have to get off, you have to get off, you have to get off, let's go. Yes, sir. You can go ahead. You don't have no mask. Let's go. Let's go. You got to get off. Let's go. Let's go. You got to get off. Let's go. Let's go. You got to get off. Let's go. 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 Let's He's got his walkie-talkie, and he goes over to one of the gentlemen on the on the bus and he or train, whichever one it was, uh, off a bus, excuse me, and he says, "All right, yeah, listen. In order to ride public transportation here in the city of Philadelphia, you have to have a face covering. You got to have a mask on." The guy says, "Oh, I didn't know." Now there's three guys there, and he points, "You, you, and you. You guys got to get off the bus." Now what I find interesting here is that these guys had something on their face. I don't know if it was uh, the regulation N95 mask or whatever. But he asked them to leave, and they were like, for real? I got my face covered. You got to go. So now one guy's like, you know what? Listen, I got to get to work. I got to do whatever. He, he had to get somewhere, and he was like, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. That's not cool. The cop says, listen, if you don't get off, I'm going to have to forcibly get you off the bus. That made the, the hair on the back of my head, which I don't have any hair on my head. But that, if I had, it would have made it stand up and been like, whoa, yikes. This is not good. And this cop called them back up and no lie, half a dozen cops literally physically picked this guy up and dragged him off. It was really bad. I mean, all I could say is this, this was bad. Now, for those of you that are like, hey, listen, you got to listen to the cops. I put myself in that guy's shoes and I'm thinking I take public transportation every single day into New York City. And if I didn't have my face mask with me and I decided to zip up my, uh, my pullover and cover my face with it like this and the cop didn't accept that I wouldn't make it to the radio station in order to do the show and I'm sure that guy's job isn't going to wait for him so I put myself in that position and I think to myself when did we stop being free I get it look throw something on your face and give cut the guy a break and be like bro get a mask all right and it's not like they're cheap you know, I looked on Amazon the other day I have a small stash of N95 masks I'm not hoarding is what I'm trying to say. I'm not hoarding any masks, but I have a few and I looked at some prices and some of them are going for like 30 bucks if you can get them. Most of them say they're reserved for frontline healthcare people, et cetera. So I doubt I'm going to be able to get any new stuff. But the point I'm making is that's how far the government has gone. Now you can't ride a public bus, which you literally pay for twice. Tax dollars pay for the transportation system. Then you pay to get on it. If that wasn't bad enough, they dragged this man off. Now, if that wasn't crazy enough, another very, very interesting story. So, I mean, now we're talking about Fauci and his certificate of immunity. 
the Philly police grabbing you off if you don't have a mask on your face. And now people in Czechoslovakia, or now I think it's known as the Czech Republic, the headline for that one was, Nudists on Czech Beach are told they must wear a mask. Now it's a nude beach, so they're butt naked. But the government of the Czech Republic has come to them and said, listen, you got to put a mask on, even when you're on the beach, which uh, I guess I could live with that. But are they going to drag them off? And what does that look like if somebody's, you know, letting it all loose on a beach? All right, America, that's all I've got for now. And like I always tell you, my favorite quote from Hamilton, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And like Sir Edmund Burke always said, the only thing that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you, me, and everybody else listening to sit there and do nothing. So do something, read something, know something, take action, because this is your country. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 